Hi guys, it's Ali and Thea, and we're back with another episode of the Undecided Gen Z. My name is Thea McCoy. I'm 18 I years old. I already said oh, your I'm name. Introduction. I'm 18 years old. I finished school last year. And who are you? I'm Ali. I'm currently studying the end of year 12. And this is the show where we talk about which, which <laughs> we talk about all topics concerning Generation Zs. What it's like to be a young person in today's society. What our opinions are on things. What's going on in our lives. So maybe you guys can relate. Yes, what's going on in the world? Or just laugh at our misfortune. Oh, what's going on in the world? Yeah, and like, what's going on in the world when we answer questions? So today we've got a very specific episode which we've been talking about for a while now. Um, and it's something which affects quite a lot of Gen Zs, I'd say. Quite a lot of people, just quite in a general. Pe- yeah, quite a lot of people. Yes. But it's a very prominent issue in like today's young people's well, society. Well, talked about more, definitely. Yeah, and that is mental, mental health. health. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so before we get started, we just want to say that we are not professionals in any way. Speak for yourself. No, just kidding. This is just like our experiences or our views. So if you do need help, um, call Lifeline 13 11 14. I don't know how to say numbers. Or there's... <laughs> or there's... Oh, 131114. That's kid, Lifeline. There's Kids Helpline at 1-800-55-1800. Wow, this is so useful. Or um, just Google the numbers. There's... Headspace. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. Or if you really need someone to talk to, you can call Ali on zero four. Or there's also Beyond Blue, which is a support service at thirteen hundred two two four six three six. Have you ever called one of these numbers? I have actually. Did you talk to them? I think it was Kids Helpline. I'm not oh. quite sure. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, it was really weird, and they didn't really help. <laughs> Sorry, oh. for me anyway, because like I was like a dramatic fourteen year old, and I was yeah. like crying, and I like run. I was actually when I was living here, and I like ran away, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I just and no, I was actually going through a really hard time, but they oh. just didn't. Like, I just wanted help. Like, I just wanted somebody to be like, yes, that just sucks. Fix it. Or fix yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like it's mostly just them to be, like, someone Support. to talk to. Yeah, but they don't, they or won't be like, you. yes, that sucks too. And, like, I think that's <laughs> what I wanted them to be like, yes, your yeah, mum's horrible. <laughs> Not that she is. Shout out to you, mum. But, yeah. I think I tried calling one once and you were, like, get in the waiting line and you just, oh, like, yeah, take so long. And I'm like... Bishop, at this point, I'm like moved on from my yeah. issues. But that's the thing. I think some people have said that sometimes it helps because they're like oh. waiting on the line, and then if they are suicidal, then they don't like. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to say there are going to be trigger warnings in this, so like you can't come at us. Like this is just us <sighs> talking about it. Like no, but you know how everybody's like, you should have put a trigger warning. That's oh, so. Yeah. I feel like no, we're talking about it. We're being open about everything. So sorry. We're gonna get into the root. Sorry if this does anything, but use those lines, use your support systems if you need help after you hear anything, or just click off if you don't want to listen to this episode. But keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing before we start, oh. leave a rating and review. Thanks. Oh my gosh. So we said this last time on the podcast. And, and we got four. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks to everyone that actually went and left a review. We got one, however. Which... <laughs> no, this was a couple weeks ago. Okay, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago, but they didn't need to know that. I was just... I'm um, oh, sorry. It was like a really nice review. It said, so relatable and hilarious. I love every po- podcast so much. You don't need to read I'm sorry. It just was, it was very... Give them, po- I guess. give them inspiration for their own reviews. But then... They, <laughs> they so I said, up. I really look forward to every episode. Love heart, love heart. Then they gave us one star out of five. <laughs> I, I, th- I was thinking it's a mistake. Yeah, well... 
Billy's underscore lights is lucky that it didn't uh, it didn't lower our rating from five We're stars. Still five out of five. Um. <laughs> anyway. Should anyway. We, should we jump yeah. into what? Well, before we go oh, in too deep into the roots, oh I think we should touch on something which happened during your week, um, which I was kind of involved in, <laughs> and which I think some people will be interesting to hear. So, since the beginning of our podcast, one of the, like the major storylines, I suppose has been your little uh, interest in this boy that was in your global you politics. You a crush. It's like interest. That's your crush. even creepy. <laughs> On this boy that was in your global politics class at school. Global um, boy. He has a yeah, name. global boy. If you've been listening to our podcast, if you haven't, go listen to them. And so you've had a few interactions with him since then. Kind, yeah. Kind of. Well, like, as I think the last time I talked, or listened to um, Got Stuck in a... Stuck, in the elevator with my crush. Yeah. And that's the first interaction we've ever had. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like because we talk about it so much, it feels like you're yeah, like... Yeah, like, like, like we were so in the car the other day. This is not meant to Anyway, we're in the car the other day and Thea's like, yeah, but what about this happened? And I was like, no, Thea, that was in my head. <laughs> like, that was me. Like, just a one-sided yeah. interaction. But this week, there was major updates. Major, major, major what updates. Happened? Um, some of my friends hyped me up and I just decided to go on a whim and message him. So no, you, you're not no, reading, I'm not reading the message. Good. I'm just trying to get the context of what happened. So what, so you're at school, your friends hype you up. No, no, this was, and if you saw on the Instagram story, I was like, no, I don't, I deleted this. I don't want to read that. Up. Anyway, I was like really sad because I had been like building up the courage and I was just going to talk to him in real life, but yeah. I just never got the opportunity so I was like, this is just sucks. And then my friends were like, you know what, Ali, just message him. You're friends with him on social media on this one platform. Go message him. Like, just do it. And I was like, I was like, okay. And then I like freaked out for thousands of like, just the whole conversation. Mm. I just, I can't. Well, so how did you start the conversation? Oh my God, I told you I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, but it's like, do you feel with some inspiration? I just like asked about... Oh, like brought up a topic that we talked about on our one interaction. Because I don't know how else to... You just went for it. That was good. I liked it. And then how did it end? (laughs) So he ended up ghosting Ali. No, no, no. That's not what happened. Uh, Go. No, we had a conversation. Yeah, you had your little conversation. Um, It ended and I did a really like awkward like thumbs up of his message and just like did not reply. To the rest of the message. Like, yeah. he, like I didn't keep the conversation going. I just did thumbs up. And then later on that night, I was like, Ali, you just need to try again. Like, start a conversation that's not to do with the TV show we were talking about. Oh, sorry, I'm giving away too many, too much information. Um, so I, like, sent a message and he read it and did not <laughs> reply. And I... I called Theo. I was literally crying. I was in his- no, I wasn't in hysterics. I was crying. I was so anxious. I was stressed. I was freaking out. I go into a like close friend's story, and she's like doing all these sad like quotes about how, when no, you I shoot your shot and, yeah. and you, you get know, rejected, fails. you get ghosted. And I was like, I'm buying I'm a like, plane ticket. Like I'm going somewhere because this is just embarrassing. Um, anyway, I get ready for bed. I'm in bed. Am I in bed? I don't even know. 45 to like an hour later, he messages back. And let me tell you, the gates of heavens opened up. Life just got suddenly better. Yes, yeah, so then we've just been talking and that's really You've it. been talking consistently? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, feel like that's, I feel like it's a bit awkward 
to like have a conversation yeah. online when you don't have any past like in real life it you're just talking from really nothing really awkward and like i'm he has to know if he doesn't know he is so like not well, especially because you continued the conversation yes, after your initial question. Yeah. If he doesn't know that I'm trying to shoot my shot and, like, get in or, like, am interested in him, he's oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Um, but I just wanted to tell everybody that this is the last update you're ever getting <laughs> unless it, like, really progresses. What? You can't no, do that to us. Yeah, I can. Well, you'll find <laughs> But, like, I just don't feel comfortable talking about it online since it's, like, actually, like, we're talking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to become weird. Because this is already weird. Like, I'm okay. telling lots of people what's going on. Yeah. You and know now what I mean? people, you know, are listening. Yeah. All right. So. Well, my last piece of advice before we move on to this is now, you need to take it into real life and not, not like, go up to him like, hi, want to go on a date? Like, I love talking to you online, which I don't I think you're going to do. do. <laughs> like, you see, him in the, you see him in the hallway. Hey. Hey, global boy. Just like, hi. Yeah, no, I'm going to say like, hi. Because now that you've had this thing, you can't be the type of person that's like shooting their shot online is so confident and then you get in real life and you're like, hi. Okay, I'm going to try. All I can say, I'm going to try. Um, But yeah, this is the last update. And that's it for Global Boy. Until he becomes boy. Ooh, <laughs> um, or just like nothing and it's hella awkward and he hears his podcast and he goes that's a freaking stalker and cuts me off and everybody nah, hates it's romantic me. okay maybe <laughs> anyway let's move on so mental health it's a big topic it's a very broad topic it is like a very very broad topic so let's start um we both like brought up this specific specific part of it yeah about how especially in this day and age when we are talking about mental health a lot um and we only i feel like recently in the last i wouldn't even say 10 years yeah that like people are talking about it more and people are more open about it but i feel like it's Mm. got to that point where people are one starting to be like oh my god i've got anxiety when they're literally just feeling a little bit anxious not hating on anybody like if you do feel that way go get checked out and that's the last i'm going to say that because everything just take with a grain of salt now yeah um but like or like they feel a bit low or they go through a hard time in their life and they're like oh my god i'm depressed like people i don't know are overgeneralizing i suppose yeah it's an interesting one because the whole like movement to to be to do with mental health recently is like how much we need to be talking about it more. We need to be more open with our feelings which and with each other. Which is 100% true. Which is so true and it's so good that like people are being open to get support and stuff because that's like the number one issue when you feel like you can't go get support because you're embarrassed or ashamed or whatever. So it's so good that that's happening. But I feel like there's something interesting in, as you're saying, the concept of it being like too over-talked about, yeah. that now we start, it's like in our minds constantly... So something happens and we're like, does this mean I've got anxiety? Does yeah. this, am well, I depressed? Now I've got depression. you talking about it. I even remember like, you know when you're at the age of 14 and this was like 2014, like there used to be all those Tumblr posts and everything mm. like, I'm depressed and I don't know, there's this really like romanticizing thing about it that people like want to 
be upset and want to be dark and like, yeah, you know, I've got anxiety and I feel depression and I don't get out of bed. And like, yes, maybe you do, but like, it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, that's like a kind of another thing in itself is romanticizing it. Whereas like, it's a such a thing. I feel like, especially within like the younger yeah, teenage years <laughs> yeah, with us, but like, I'm trying to think of specific examples, but it's kind of something that you feel like you want to be a part yeah. of almost like, or, or it's like a, like a quirky, like trait, like I'm depressed. I've got anxiety. Yeah. Um, and you like start doing like dark quotes and you're like, lol, I never get out of bed. I just eat, watch Netflix all day. Yeah. And it's something people, they don't like, m- not mm. a spy. I wouldn't say a spy no. to be, but like. Especially, like, I don't know if it's just because of social media. I think a lot of it has to be with social media because, like, especially, I don't know with boys per se, but really with girls, it's like, I don't know how to explain it without being really, like... Just go for it. Um, Just, like, I feel like girls, there's that sense of, like, being, like, I'm helpless, like, you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm mm. like? I'm helpless. Like I've got like mental health issues. Like I'm, I don't know that kind of, I wouldn't say submiss. I don't even want to go into that whole field, but just, it's just very. Uh... Um, it's kind of the type of thing where you see so much of it, like on social media, you're seeing it at home and maybe something has happened to you. You're kind of sad about something. And then you see this like lifestyle or all these people talking about like being hopeless and they've, like, they're so sad and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, that's me. Yes. That's me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I associate that, that I must be, like, depressed. I'm anxious. Yeah. And you, like, automatically assign yourself to that. And then it becomes a thing where Every you're consistently you, yeah. doing this and you're like, oh, it's my anxiety. Or something, something to say something happens to you which makes you a bit anxious next time. Then you're like, oh, that's my anxiety. And it would keep building up until you've, like, tricked yourself into kind of thinking, wait, I'm anxi- I'm got anxiety, I'm depressed. And it's like a placebo effect where I feel like now there's kind of this weird blur between what's like a legit mental illness and what's... I feel like a lot of it is self-conflicted. Like yeah. people have brought Self- it upon themselves. Self, I don't know, but people have, <laughs> people bring it upon themselves kind of with all this like talk yeah. about it. But I and also, like not Not necessarily deliberately, but they're like oh, I must be depressed. Yeah. Like, that must be what this is. And then they keep building up within themselves until they're like, I'm depressed. And they, they actually might end up being depressed because I'm not saying people are making it up, yeah. but they end up thinking they are depressed just because of how what society tells people about yeah, it kind yeah, of at yeah. the moment. No, I get that. And I also feel like TV shows and, like, that type of thing also, like, in movies are fed mm. into that too. Like, you see that classic, like... I don't even know what TV show or movie, but like that example, like this girl, she's got depression or she's got anxiety. She's like the main character and she like works her way through it and she becomes this like, I don't know, you see it like all the time. Like they go through like a rough patch or something and they go into something. I don't, it's just weird how Mm. we've normalized it. Not normalized, not, it's not weird how we've normalized how many people like go through things, but it's weird how we've normalized showing these things do you know what i mean yeah. and not in the way of like showing it to like make people understand but like showing it like even on twitter these days like it's funny to have mental health or it's like 
Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a, not a joke, but like, everybody's like, yep, yeah, I've got that. Like, I like that because like, I go through that too. If they like, I don't know, spend a day in bed or like. Yeah. <sighs> and I feel so like hard. it's so, it is, it's like so hard because. You want to normalize it. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People want to normalize mm. it so people don't feel like ostracized and cut off and like alone. Yeah. But then you don't want to, we don't want it to be so normalized that everybody's like, yep, I've got depression. Yep, I've got depression. Yeah, like I'm just repeating what you're saying, but like you want to talk about it so much and you want it to be like this, such a normal part of like our conversation and who we are and it's so accepted. Yeah. But then as a part of that, we end up bringing it upon ourselves just like naturally and subconsciously being like, I'm depressed. That's what it is. Like, and the whole thing of like, it's okay to be depressed, which is good because it is okay and it's totally normal. It's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be depressed. Then I feel like there's this mindset like, oh, I'm depressed. Like that's, that's all right. I'm just like, that's just what I have. I've got depression. And then you keep talking it up in yourself. And it's it keeps almost building. as in like all the feelings we feel now have gone into categories of mental health. Mm. Like they're no longer, oh, I'm feeling sad because this thing happened to me and it's okay to feel sad about that thing. It's like, no, I'm feeling sad, so I must be depressed. So it like goes into that category. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yep. it's like, oh, I'm feeling nervous about meeting this new group of friends. It's like, no, I'm feeling nervous and because of my anxiety. Yeah. Like it's no longer oh, cutting yeah. the boundaries between emotions. And I don't want to, I'm saying normal in brackets, like normality, not normality, but like how a normal person without mental health. And I don't mean normal, you know what I mean? Um, and then somebody with mental health, it's like breaking that. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like I feel nobody these days, well, actually that's not true, but a lot of people these days, associate all feelings to mental health issues. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, lots of people go, oh, my God, I have anxiety about this. Like, no, you don't have anxiety. You're feeling anxious or you're feeling nervous or worried about that, but that doesn't mean you have anxiety. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like we're just going around in circles because I'm (laughs) not actually, like, arguing. We're agreeing, but, like, this is such a hard discussion. Well, it's interesting to talk about from our perspectives because so you, which we'll get into, we'll get stuck into the roots of, <laughs> but you are very open about, about the fact that you have faced a lot of mental health issues Yeah, and you still do. Yeah. And I don't and haven't really. However, um, so I feel like in a way I don't like have ground to be talking about this and my opinions are just coming from like what I've seen and what I've talked about with friends. But it's okay. And it's like look, interesting. Well, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Need. That's what we just like what we do. But I've kind of not, 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 not understood mental health. But like, for example, there've been times where like I've felt really down like during school. Um, like I would go through a phase of not having like quality friends and just being like, oh, I'm trash. And there'd be times where I'd feel like super, super sad. And I'd be like, like crying about like a particular thing, um, just like in my bed at night. And I'd be like, and I'd hear in my mind, so I'm like, at this moment, I feel like I could, if I wanted to, or not necessarily wanted to, but if I... Let yourself. If I let myself, I could fall into depression right now. Yeah. But, like, I kind of choose not to. I'm not saying it's, like, a choice. No, yeah. But I'm saying, like, this whole talk about, like, it's depression, you've got depression, 
you've got depression, like, it's okay That's to have depression. Like, I feel like sometimes if I was younger and kind of more susceptible, I would be, like, lying there crying about this and being like, oh, I've got, like, depression. That's all right. And then I would keep building you up and falling yeah. down this hole of it. I think that's the thing what people don't – I think I'm just, like, really contradicting myself here. But a lot of people, like, they might go through a depre- – um, what is it called? It's like a depressive episode. Mm. Or they go through, like, that sort of thing. But that doesn't mean they have depression. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you might feel really low and you might be feeling – or have a depression, like... Spell. Spell, yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean you are depressed or have depression. Yeah, Be- right. Or maybe depressed, but, like, you don't have depression. Because depression, I don't know the definition, but from my understanding, like, you feel it for long periods of time, like, very long periods of time. You have it, like, quite often, or it comes, like, comes and goes. Do you know what I mean? It's not like mm. you have a one... Um, incident thing. Like, it's not really incidents that make it happen, for example. Yeah, right. Like, depression, it's not certain incidents. It's like you just randomly feel that way. For me, anyway. I'm not... Mm. I, maybe I should look up the... Look up the definition for you all, just, <laughs> just to make sure I'm... Just to make sure I'm, like, on the... On the right track. Okay. So it says... Depression is more than just a low mood. It's a serious condition that affects your physical and mental health. Yeah, see, it's like not... It's not what everybody thinks it is. It's not like being sad. It's when you, like, lose um, interest or enjoyment in things. You you have trouble sleeping. It's like a lot of things. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's not just, like, feeling sad. It's, like, actually... I don't know how to explain it to people because, like, I no. go through it. Yeah, no, so I feel like, like, and I feel like people just don't understand that more and more. But like we're saying, it's like such a thing that people can bring upon themselves or yeah. can like naturally get they because just of how much we talked about, it. and which okay. is why I'm like so for program. You know how there's all those mental health programs in schools now. Yeah, yeah. We're so for them being more about like teaching confidence and resilience yeah. rather than teaching like. This is mental health. It's okay to be. Well, I think. I mean, that's important. I think it needs like, to be like. It's okay to accept your feelings. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. More like. Who cares what people say? You, you are you like whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Because I feel like we had one of those at our school that we went to. Yeah. And I did not find it helpful at all. And I was going through depression and going through <laughs> mental health. And I was sitting there and I was going like, what is this? Like, it was literally like writing down positive things. And like, it's like, no, we don't need to talk about that. We need to talk about like, it's okay to feel sad. But when you get to that point, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's interesting how people take it the way they want to take it. <laughs> yep. Um, um, probably the only other thing that I can like relate to and I've, um, not relate to, but like my own experience is like, I always have these moments, not always, but, like every now and then. And, um, just like continuously kind of through my life. And I feel like most people do too. Is like something will happen in a social situation or a situation where, like I'll say something and someone goes like, Oh, Theo, you're so annoying. Or like Theo, you. Oh God, that stresses me out. Yeah, or like, um, but for some reason, people saying I'm annoying is like the weirdest thing, and not in like a me being like pestering, but like 
people being annoyed by my presence. Oh my I don't God, know. I've done that one. Do you? No, but no, no, that's kind of that's different. But like, <laughs> no, but like when they say it coming like not to your face. Do you know what I mean? But you like accidentally hear it. Yeah, like I can't that. think of a specific moment because I always know it's like super over dramatic and crazy. But like it just like gets to me, and like I'll, I can't wish I could think of a specific moment, but something will happen where I'll be like, crap, like. I'm like so painful and annoying. And then suddenly if I let myself, and sometimes I do because it's kind of fun. Like, I know not fun, but like good to let your feelings out. Yeah. Um, Instead of just being It was like, like all get to me. And I'll be like, damn, I really am just like so painful and annoying. And then suddenly everything that's happened in my life where I've like done something bad or someone's like been and hated me or been annoyed by me, I'm like, oh, so true. Like I'm awful. Like why did I do this in this moment? Like, I'm such an annoying presence. Like, nobody wants me around. And, like, I get to this point where I'm, like, if I, like, die right now, like, literally no one. And I feel like now I've sometimes I try and do it. I'm not trying and do it, but, I, like, I get into one of these moments. I'm, like, okay, I can't. I kind of know that's not entirely true. Yeah, yeah. But I can work myself up into thinking, like, I go through, like, each of my friends and people in my life and I'm, like, it would probably be better for them if I wasn't here. Yeah. Or they wouldn't really care if I wasn't here. Or I'm like, oh, what about Ali? Like, I'm one of her, like, close friends. But I'm like, no, I'm probably just annoy Ali. And, like, <laughs> I'm always digging at her. I'm like, I'm kind of mean to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and I'm, like, just, like, crying. And I feel like even, like, with my mental health, I mm. do that. Like, if I'm feeling sad, like, if I'm feeling pretty low, I'll be like, sometimes I do this thing, um where I list all the bad things that have ever happened to me. And mm. it's really, like, not good. Because yeah. I, like, go through my life and I'm like, this happened, this happened, I can never catch a break. And I literally list all the things that, like, either the physical things I have wrong with me, like my eyesight and, like, all the things that, like, kind of, like, why can't I just be normal, like, thing, like, why can't I just, I don't know. I'm not going to go through them all because that's just yeah. depressing. But, like... I go through all the wrong things that have happened to me, all the things that I don't like about myself, and then you work yourself into this, like, and you just start crying. I'm sorry. And you, yeah, and it gets heavy, and then, (laughs) but, like, because I have mental health, I, like, go into it, like, it just works me in worse mental health. Yeah. Um, So I totally get that. So, yeah, I've been, like... Like, it's such a thing that people probably do. Yeah, and you go, like, I I wasn't, like, my friends didn't invite me to this thing. They they hate me. Nobody really actually likes me. Like, they like me for this reason. And I'm, like... And I'm, like, I could... Sometimes I actually have thought, I'm, like, do I have some sort of, like, weird anxiety, legit thing? Or I'm, like, is it just, like, people are sad sometimes about weird things? Like, I actually don't know. It's, like, strange. Yeah. You know? And I'm, like, but if I... I don't know what circumstances, but I feel like some people in that situation would be like, okay, this means I've got like anxiety. And as soon as you've labeled yourself, you kind of use that as a. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's like um, associating yourself with something so often that it's kind of like not classical conditioning. I'm trying to think of a psychologist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you associate something with, so it is classical conditioning. When you associate your something, something with something else so often you just pair it automatically yeah so like then every time you feel that you'll be like i'm anxious and then you just label yourself like that's not classical should be you know what i mean you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> um so getting into your mental health a bit more do you think that this whole concept of like bringing it upon yourself or just or you know what we've been talking yeah, about yeah. with like all this stuff has like contributed to your own mental health or, like, all this talk about, like, 
it's okay to be uh, depressed. You've got depressed. Like what? I don't know. Well, like for me, Give me the rundown. <laughs> for me, and like we've been over this in another episode. I think maybe not. Maybe I've just thought about it in my head. Well, I've, I've like bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, for me. It wasn't just like I was like 14 and felt depressed. No, I've had mental health issues since I've literally been like four, three, four. Mm. Um, Okay, I'll get into it. So basically some things happened in my childhood. Um, It was really stressful and like as a baby, I just obviously picked it up. And then when I was younger, about three or four, my mom noticed that I would just got really like angry and violent at like three or four. Mm. And like, she was like, what the fuck is happening? Because <laughs> I was like a three-year-old that I'm supposed to be happy and not have any cares in the world. Yeah. And, um, but I was really angry or like not all the time, but at certain times to get really angry or I don't know. And so I started going to like therapy when I was four. So like seeing a psychologist, cause mom was like, this is not right. Like something's like not right with her. So yeah. I've seen lots of people. And then I finally saw somebody when I was about nine and Love Professor Tong. Shout out to you. <laughs> um, he finally picked up that I had anxiety and that like the reason I acted so violently or angry all the time was because I couldn't express how I was feeling or why I was feeling anxious or why. And this is really hard for people to understand because even lots of my family um, were like, you should have just like smacked her more or like put her into timeout more or like she wouldn't act like so violently or angry all the time. And me and mom, I don't want to go into huge detail, but we went through a lot. And then I finally, yeah, he finally figured out that it was because I actually didn't know how to deal with my emotions. And I felt all these ways because, like, um, I just don't even know how to explain it without going into detail too much. But um, basically, when I was in my mom's stomach, she was really stressed. So then chemically... um things are different in my brain obviously like Mm -hmm. when you have anxiety and stuff and depression there's a chemical imbalance Mm. and that like obviously happened to me and because I went through stuff when I was younger and that's why like obviously I had anxiety I don't really know the logistics (laughs) um but then I got put on medication and like nearly automatic not automatically but like I was different like I was less anxious and less violent like still had still was pretty crazy um until I like became a teenager and kind of understood what I was feeling more and could talk about it more um yeah so I don't feel like it was something that I brought about by like being like oh my god I'm like I don't know saying all the bad things like my dad like we had to leave and like dadless and like obviously that impacted stuff but like it wasn't me yeah right like worrying about it all these things too much like they just like just, I True. was born that way, basically. Oh, I just want to quickly point out, we don't want to undermine anyone's, like, mental health issues. Kind of, you know, I've been very, like, you bring it up on yourself. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. People, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I reckon people, most of these people are legit about the issues. Yeah. But, like, how it's, like, coming upon them. Yeah. No, but I, 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 we but said yeah. trigger warnings and we said, yeah, no, yeah no, like, I just, I just don't, yeah, I know what you mean. But, like, yeah, we're not saying that you don't have these things and you're just, like, speaking <laughs> them into existence. Um, but, yeah, and then so that happened. And then so I've always had anxiety. But then I really – I got depression when I was living here, actually, at the farm for the first time. And that was because I went through stuff. Obviously, I was, like, a 14-year-old, so your emotions are, like, crazy. 
And then I went through stuff with my grandpa who had Alzheimer's and he got violent. And then I just like stopped going to school and got really depressed. And I also feel like even saying like I obviously had mental health, like I'd been diagnosed. Um, but I, um, oh. what? Oh, someone just sent me a message saying happy birthday. It's my birthday. Is it? No, it's not. No, because it's 12. It is. As if you said to come here on your birthday. Happy birthday. No, it's like the next day. It's Friday. I know. Happy birthday. That's oh, just so thanks. weird. <laughs> um, so I think at 14, I really did bring it upon myself. Because like, I was like, you know, really like, I was listening to Nirvana and like, I was going through that whole like, <laughs> trying to transform myself into this like, I listened to um, Blink 182 and like, I did... I didn't bring it upon myself, but, like, I definitely let myself fall more into that. Because your well, emotions are crazy and you're yeah. not really thinking about it. Like, it's not purposely, but... Well, one... Yeah, one thing kind of might relate to that is the concept of using mental health as an excuse. Not inten- not intentionally as in, like, no, I'm not going to... I'm not going to do that because I've got depression. But, like... I mean, in terms of you going to a social situation, like going to a party and then being like, just your mind telling yourself, oh no, I can't do that because I've got social anxiety or, oh no, I can't be happy because I've got depression kind of thing. Or even like with your current issues about like motivation and completing schoolwork. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that. And you know, there's that whole thing where you stayed up to like the, the next day trying to do this thing and you just wouldn't do your assignment. Yeah. And do you think like part of that is... Not your actual mental health is kicking in, but your mind's just like, you're like, oh, I've got anxiety or... Well, okay, on that topic, because I think that's actually a really good topic. Since, like, beginning of school, like, I never really did any work. And, like, I really do think I conditioned myself to be like, I can't complete things. Like, I have no motivation. I have no procrastinate. Like, I'm a procrastinator. And I really do think I've, like, like rewired my brain to think I can't complete things Mm. and because like of course like the first couple of times it may have been depression or anxiety that really stopped me from doing things but then like after two times I was like well obviously I can't complete things obviously I can't I have no motivation and then I slowly like just developed that constant mentality with school like well I didn't complete I never did that so then obviously I can't finish that and like yeah, I really do think it's like that way of thinking. So in a way, it is like your mental health issues because yeah, it's it telling it, you. Yeah. So it's not actually the mental health issue, which is like stopping you from doing it, but it's like because you've got it and you've it told before. yourself you've yeah. got it, then you're like, I've got mental health issues. I yeah. can't do well, this. Well, I don't know professionally speaking, yeah. but like I do think that may be a huge factor. Like because like since I – like obviously – it was year eight. I that was my first like big like like depression episode, um, and I don't know. Ever since then, like year seven, I was kind of doing all right. Um, primary really? school, I already did like I procrastinated, but everybody did like did no mm. homework. But then, yeah, I really do think it like worked its way into that. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. Um. So I guess one of the things that people often ask us when they send in questions to with this is like how to avoid it or how to like help yourself when you're in mental health. And one thing I found interesting when watching like your experience is 
you have just about done like everything you can do. And I remember like, I don't know when it was, maybe the end of last year, the start of this year, we were like going on a walk and you were telling me about how you had that coach. You got like a life life coach. coach, And like a few weeks into that, you were saying how that hadn't done anything. It didn't work. Mm. And I was just kind of exasperated because I'm like, like, what do you, nothing works. Well, yeah, like like especially. Well, not not for everyone, but like for you, I'm like, what could she, what is she going to do to get out of this? Because like she, and you can talk about uh, what's helped and what hasn't in your experience, but like, you're like a psychologist, you've like been to a counselor, like you've had this life coach. We'll, we'll talk about later, you went to the mental health uh-huh. institute hospital thing, which is like insane, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Like, what, what do you, like, essentially, what do you think has helped you? Like, why has Oof. nothing helped you? What can, what can you do? For me, recently, mm. I've just been really aware of, that, like, I always have been really dependent on people trying to help me and be like, I need it, I need this and I need that. Like, I need my mum to help me. And yes, obviously, you need support and everything, but it really is. And, like, I have known all these things for, like, my whole life. Yeah, like, right. I've been seeing psychologists since I was four. So, like, yeah. they've taught me everything I know. I know all the strategies I should be using. The fact is that, like, I was letting my mental health and I was like, no, like I can't sleep early because like I just can't stop thinking and then I'd go on medication to help me sleep and then I wouldn't take it until later in the night. So then I'd still be (laughs) staying up. So like I was self-sabotaging myself and a lot of people do it. I'm not saying like you obviously like um, purposely do it, but like you don't do, you know the things that make you feel good and you know the things that help you feel better and work for you. We just don't mm. do them. And I know people will be like, no, but I, it doesn't. I'm like, no, it does. Like, <laughs> I've been through everything. Take the advice. You know. Like, you know going to sleep helps. You know waking early helps. And this is literally for everybody. And this is what helped me last, um, my last, um, when I was feeling really low was a couple weeks ago. And, like, I think I spent, like, nearly a week in bed not a whole week like obviously I got off occasionally but I didn't leave the house for a week I was feeling really low awful and then I was just like Ali I've just got to I've got to house it I've got to get up I've got to do mm. stuff um and you just so got to do it you know what do I mean? you think there's like a small part of you like in maybe in the back of your mind that kind of wants to stay in that state yeah a hundred percent and like it's not obviously consciously because nobody wants to feel depressed Mm. and nobody but it's scary like especially for me um so I've had anxiety and depression for so so long like it's become who I am I suppose like I'm Ali I have anxiety and depression that's me like hi um and I've had it for so long that I interesting yeah so it's like yeah it's a part part of of me so like it's terrifying to think who is Ali without anxiety and depression? And I think that's the biggest fear for me, like the unknown. Like I really don't know what it's like not to have anxiety on a daily basis. And like I don't have depression all the time because obviously I'm like fine at the moment and I'm not like, yeah. But like you don't, like for a lot of people, you don't know what you're like without it. And it's so comfortable to at least know like, I know this is really, like, scary because, like, nobody, everybody's like, no, nobody wants depression. But, like, it's comfortable to have that thing that you know what it's like. It's easy. Not easy, but, like, mm. it's a fallback. Like, 
Yeah. You're depressed. Oh, I've been there before. Obviously, it feels shit, but like, I don't know. I'm used to it. Do, do you know what I mean? Am yeah, I making sense? Like, um, it's just, yeah, it's really hard and scary to be like, this is going to sound really cheesy, but like, what is feeling happy all the time? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's scary. Like, what would it feel like? Maybe I don't want to feel like that, even though, like, obviously you do. Um, so, yeah, it's really interesting. Because, like, you, everybody knows the things that makes them feel good and makes them um, work to their best ability. You know, like, even you do. Even people without yeah. mental health, you know what works for you. You know how you perform best at everything. It's, like, how we do it. You've just got to do it. And, like, obviously when you have mental health, medication, but, like, even when I'm feeling low, I'm feeling low because I'm not taking my medication on the right days or at the right time or constantly. Mm. Like, I take it one day and then I don't take it another day. Like, obviously it's Probably something kicks in where you're, like, well, I don't know. Obviously mental health is such a broad thing, but, like, in terms of hating yourself or, like... What it's a word, not like yourself. You're probably like, but uh, so just say you're in a really sad state, yeah, and you're like, I need to take my medication to make me feel better. There's probably part of you that's like, either like, I don't deserve to feel better, or like, I don't want to feel better, I should feel like this, yeah. Well, kind of, when well, I'm not favorite, but yeah, like, no, you know no, what I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I get what you mean, and it's obviously like for me when I'm in that thing, it's like that is so much effort to take my medication because mm. literally like I have it in a drawer right beside my bed I'm lying in bed but I'm like because I'm feeling depressed or just unmotivated and like I'm freaking watching Netflix on my phone but I'm like the energy it would take to take my medication feels like way too much then I don't take yeah. it and then you feel worse and worse and worse but yeah I do really think it's like when you're feeling depressed you're like well obviously it's not gonna work or like I was taking it and now I like stopped for a bit so obviously it's not working well it's not working because you haven't been taking it and, like, mm. I'm just talking to myself here, not to anybody specifically. But, like, it's very interesting because I feel like a lot of people with mental health sabotage themselves without even knowing but because mm. they don't do the things that make them feel better, like taking the medication which they've been prescribed to help them not feel the way they're feeling. Yeah. Or not going, like, even me. I've been avoiding my psychologist because I just can't be bothered to go to her in Melbourne. <laughs> so, like... I'm not bad at the moment, but, like, when you're feeling depressed, you can't be bothered. So then people just don't, can't be bothered. So then they go, don't talk to psychologists. So they don't get the medication changed to work better for them. And then they feel worse and worse and worse. Like, obviously, you're going to feel this way because you're not doing things to make you feel better. Mm. 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 That's my opinion anyway. It's not, <laughs> not a professional's, but. Well, yeah, now I'm just thinking about, like, people with, like severe anxiety and like anxiety attacks, which I feel like is a whole nother thing. Like they step into switch situation and suddenly have all these anxiety attacks. Yeah, that's a whole like, different level. I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, that's different. Like I've had anxiety attacks, but then the thing is like there's different things between a panic attack and an anxiety attack. Like I've had lots of anxiety attacks, but then panic attacks are a whole different thing. And then that's to do with trauma in certain situations, trauma and then other things, which obviously you you can't, like, implement yourself to do. Like, you're, you're not sabotaging yourself by... Mm. It's like, yeah, Well, I think yeah. the important thing which we all, like, acknowledge is, like, mental health is such... Which everyone kind of knows this, but I don't think about it enough, is such a continuum. 
like in terms yeah, of issues. Yeah. And so, like, even we kind of foster it when we're like, Ali's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Ali, like, you've got mental health, I don't have mental health. But it's like everyone is on this. Like, everyone yeah. feels nervous, everyone feels anxious, and then it just builds into, like, people who step into a situation and have literally no control over, like, this crazy anxiety attack which happens. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of the danger with labelling them so harshly, which is so hard to find a balance because it's so good because you need to understand what you're dealing yeah. with. But then it's so bad because as soon as you've labelled it, then your mind can play tricks on you. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. How, like, how did you even balance them kind of thing? Yeah. But anyway, you went to a mental health hospital. And I, I, feel, like, I feel like that's really interesting because... Yeah. It's not something which you actually hear about that much. Like, the only time I've heard about it is when I watch Pretty Little Lies and, like, every second episode a new person is going to the mental health institute. Pretty Little Lies. So, um, do, you, wait, do you remember when... Let's, like, I want to hear about how this happened because I was so baffled when I found out. Do you remember when you told me? No, I don't. So we're walking, like, we're going for a walk. Oh, no, I remember this. And I was like, no, I can't tell you. <laughs> you and said you're like, you weren't going to tell And you were like, tell anyone. me, tell me. And you were... And I was like... Oh, yeah. And then I finally told you. Said, you said, uh, you told me, because you said goodbye and you're like, I'm going away for six weeks. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was and like, then I was you like were what? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, and yeah. you're like, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing. I'm going to hospital. And I was like, what? Are you getting like a surgery? Oh. And you're like, no one, you can't visit me. You can't come see me. And you weren't, because you didn't want anyone to know. And no. at that time, because you weren't going to tell, yeah. like, the fact that we're talking about this now is it's big. Huge. Because like, Ali back in like a couple months ago, we were not going to tell me. And like, you made me swear I would never tell anyone. You were going to tell any of your friends where you're going. Mm-mm. So like, how did that happen? You even ending up in a mental hospital? Well, obviously I just, um, dropped out of school. Mm. First off, I just want to say that like mental, let's just call it a cycle because it's so much easier. Um, a psychiatric hospital. It's nothing like the stories at all. Well, the one I was at anyway, like it's nothing like there's no straight jackets. There's free will. We had our phones. We walked really? down. Yeah. I thought you weren't supposed to originally. What? Oh, no, we have our phones. We rode the elevators down to eat dinner by ourselves or breakfast ourselves. We could sit outside. They could smoke if they wanted to. Like, it's nothing like the stories. There's no crazy people screaming all the time. Like, it's nothing like that. Um. Anyway, so back to me. <laughs> um... So obviously I dropped out of school because of my mental health and I just couldn't deal with it. And it was pretty bad. And then I got the job and then I got kind of fired and then it got (laughs) even worse. And then I was literally just sitting at home doing nothing, feeling and feeling depressed, like getting depressed and anxious because like Mm. wasn't doing anything. And then all you guys were finishing school and that made me even upsetter, even more upset because I was like, you know, left behind. Yeah. Um, so it just got so bad that I like wasn't doing anything that mum's like, okay, Ali, like we need, oh no, 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 stop. Hold on. So my psychologist was like, my psychologist had recommended when I had dropped out of school cause my like mental health was really bad then. Um, maybe to go in for, not inpatient, like day patient, where it's just where you go mm. to like these, like kind of, it's just youth, but like, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like not classes, but like kind of therapy where you just go in. And then I was like, 
no, I can't do that because sometimes I don't want, like when I'm depressed or when people are depressed, they have no energy, Yeah. like lack of everything. So like, there's no way I'm going to go in like two times a week, go all the way to the city, catch a tram to go to these like sessions when I'm, yeah, right. can't even get out of bed. Like, what yeah, are how are you, you going to motivate yeah. yourself to do that every there's day? There's like no way. So I was like, no, I'd rather like go and stay in. So they'd like, I was the one who brought it up, mm. like to be inpatient and they all organized it. And then I was like, no, <laughs> it got to like a couple of days before. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. I was like, well, no. yeah, no. I remember you being really nervous because the whole idea. So it ended up being longer than six weeks, didn't it? You were gone for like, remember. you were, oh, you were supposed to go back. There was this weird situation, wasn't there? Yeah. But I think originally we were going for like six weeks. And so essentially you packed up your stuff and went to this mental well, health hospital first you have to have like an interview well not mm. an interview but you go in and you talk and then like then they decide if like you should be in there or not and he was like the guy i talked to who's really nice i love him miss him um he was like look you're not that bad like you could if you wanted to but like if you don't it's fine and i basically was like yeah i'll go and then when it and then it like it was a week i had to wait for a bed to open up and then I came to like that. And I was like, no, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not going. How do my stuff... I don't even think I had my stuff packed yet because I just was refusing well, to. Yeah, and originally you thought, well, the whole you weren't supposed to have that much contact. It's supposed to be like minimal contact, contact right? Well, that's what and the like, like, seeing, form said. Yeah, and like you weren't supposed to really see your mum that much or have visitors that much. Yeah. Um. So like the whole experience, that sounds daunting. You like, go and live terrified. just in this hospital and you're not really allowed to leave. No, you're not allowed to leave. Yeah, so he was in this hospital for like six yeah. weeks. Yeah. That's so, insane. oh no, well, they had the opportunity. He was like, look, like, if you like go a week or two weeks, no, if you go two weeks and you want to leave, you can leave, basically. Yeah. And I was like, anyway, I refused to go. I had cried all the way. And when mum forced me to go in the car, I cried all the way there. Um, it was terrifying. Yeah. It was like, I don't even remember it now, like, very well, but um, I was freaked out um but it was nothing like an experience like honestly it was such a good experience for me just to like understand that i wasn't alone and like obviously it didn't i wasn't magically cured yeah there was no transformation and my mental health just cleared um but i got some really good therapy at it i got some like coping techniques and there's all these other things that you learn and like it was really good to connect with people who like you know like i feel like in um, my area, mental health isn't talked mm. about that much. And, like, nobody else that I really knew had mental health apart from a couple of people. So it was good to see that all these other people from all these other backgrounds had had their yeah. own problems, but then, like, you were all kind of going through the same thing. Well, that's what I was kind of interested in. So you were, like, with all these other young people. Was, was it a youth one that you were in? Oh, yeah, it was um under... Uh, it was, like, it's called... Oh my god, I forgot it. But it was basically twenty, twenty-one, I think, and under. Oh, yeah. But like, there was nobody like older than me, really. So everyone with like mental health issues of some sort hanging out twenty-four-seven. Wasn't hanging out. Well, but... <laughs> hanging out, but like do, spending time together. Mm-hmm. Do you think what it was it like? Oh well, like was it bad in a way that you're all going through it and you're just like spending time together with other people that are mentally ill and draining each other down? And like you guys had a group chat for a while called. 
Like we weren't supposed to have a group chat. We weren't supposed to add each other on social media and stuff, lol. But it was in like psychos or whatever. Oh yeah, that was the first group of people that I connected with. But then I made other. Friends. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're yeah. kind of fostering this thing. Like, or did it help? Because no. you're helping each other through. I it? think with some. Like, was people... there a good environment of like you all wanted to get through it? It's difficult to say because it. Um, there were a lot of like younger people and older people. Um. Mm. I don't know. It's, I don't, no, I don't, I think some people did foster off each other, like foster, like foster emotions off each other. Yeah. And really like kind of did that kind of thing. But uh, it's not like you're explaining it. Do you know what I mean? Like we had set times to do things and yes, we did sometimes hang out in like the common room and everything, but then we had therapy, different um, like we had art therapy and then we had like counseling. Yeah, it's like a jail. I love it. Jail. Well, like, you know how they have like routine activities oh, yeah, and stuff. Like we had a routine every day. Like we woke up, had to yeah, go wait. down for breakfast. We had to do like. Give, give the daily day in the life. Okay, Cause so... I was, I was probably not a great influence, but I was so desperate for you so to do bad. a day in the life vlog. Cause I was like, that will get so many views. Day in the life of a mental psych ward. Except you can't mental hospital. Somebody got kicked out cause they live really? streamed on like Mel and Gal Pals or something. Oh. Before I was So there. give us the day routine. What kind of activities you did in the day? Okay. I'm what was good, think. what was bad. So we had like, Fridays were off, um, so they rotated. So, like, Monday and Wednesday, we'd do the same thing. And then mm. Thursday and, um, when, and then Tuesday and Thursday, we'd do the same thing. So, like, um, we'd wake up. People would come in, like, knock on our doors around, like, 8.30, 8, 8.30. And you weren't allowed any sharp things, were you? No, they, uh, the first time, the first, like, bit they went in, took off, took cords for the first, like, 48 or 24 hours, took cords, headphones, searched your bags, that kind of stuff. Not very well sometimes. Um, but, like, did that, and then, so you weren't allowed those. But you were allowed your phones, except they got taken at night, um, and you weren't allowed them in, obviously, group therapy. Um, so you wake up at 8.30, like, some people didn't go down to breakfast, but you'd go down to breakfast, come back. At 9, you'd have... The like morning meeting. I forgot what we used to call what you called it. I forgot. I love how this what uh, you're saying it like it wasn't like three months ago. No, like well, it was like it. six. Yeah, but I literally can't remember. Um, so yeah, in the mornings, that. then we'd have like the morning meeting, which we had like little goal sheets that was like things you wanted to accomplish for the day. Mm. So like some people like because depression, like you don't want to do anything. So it'd be like showering or like for me, because I was eighteen. Um, they let me go out for runs by myself and stuff, which they don't usually do, but because I'm like an adult, they'll like, will let you. So like for me, it was like, have a shower, like do my laundry, go for a run or something like that. Or like open up more in group or like stuff like that. So you'd write like your goals for the day, Mm. um, and how you were going to achieve those goals or like what techniques you're going to do to like help that. And you write it on a sheet and you'd have it for a week to see your goals. And then the next day you'd like tick them if you did them. Yeah. Um, so we did that and then you'd have like half an hour to like get dressed or have a shower or whatever. And then we had like our morning things and we'd either have like a group therapy where we'd go around and talk about what we're feeling or like a topic or issue, like a broad thing. And then we'd all go around with a therapist there or we would work on, I forgot what it's called. 
I literally cannot remember anything. We'd work on like, um, there's this whole structure that like to cope with issues and like basically coping strategies or yeah, like right. working through your issues, like one step at a time, like that kind of thing and how to implement them in your structure. Um, and then there'd be lunch on oh, morning tea and then we'd come back and then there'd be lunch and then we'd, after lunch, we'd switch to another thing. Or would we? I don't even remember. No, we'd do another, <laughs> like, therapy on Mondays. But then on Tuesdays, we had art therapy mm. in the afternoons. Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we had, like, an exercising or, like, well health and wellness class on Thursdays. Um, and then, like, a narrative writing thing. Which would, like, mm. you'd write a letter to your mental health. Or you'd change the lyrics to a song. Dear depression. No. Oh. Um, change the lyrics to your song to, like, make it better or something. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Well, like, that kind of stuff. So it's not, like, it was, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. And then in the afternoons, you'd have the rest of the afternoon off before dinner. And you have dinner, and you could just sit in the common room or be in your room. And then there was supper, and then you got your medications, or you get your medications in the mornings, too. And then you would be in your room and then people would come around the night. There's like, so there was like staff and they like switched um, for morning, afternoon and night. And then the night staff would come around in the evening and like take your electronics in a little box. Oh. And then you go to sleep. That's good. And wake up and then you get your electronics in the morning. Yeah, that's just it. Like, I don't think it's as crazy as everybody thinks it is. Yeah, well, probably just because we don't actually hear about anyone doing this, <laughs> they really. actually don't. Um, I don't think I ever, like, talked to you about when he came out, like, the outcomes. So, like, what do you, do you think, like, coming out of that, obviously you're still facing mental health now, so you weren't completely cured or transformed, as we were saying. Like, did it, did it help you? Did it have an effect? Like, what do you think about... Um, to be honest... Because uh, I remember towards the end you were like, I want to die, let me out of here. Was I? Or um, I went through something in there, so I can't really, I don't want to talk about it, but like, I don't, couldn't oh. say if it worked because I went oh, through yeah. something that affected my mental health in there. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I can't yeah. say, because I was feeling really good, like the best I'd ever felt for a little while until that thing happened. And then... I went back and I wasn't as good and then I just didn't want to come back after the holidays. Yeah, right. Which was like Christmas. And I just decided not to come back because I just didn't want to. Because I wanted to start, like, school and stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't tell you. And the thing is, like, most people um, go back. Like, usually you don't go back one for one time. Like, you go back a couple of times. Oh, Cause like you're not gonna be fixed. You're gonna have to learn how to implement those things mm. and strategies. And yeah. So, just from like a practical point of view, yes. for like the people listening that ask are looking for advice or like tips or stuff, is there anything that you do kind of now, just like a broad thing, which you feel like helps you with yeah. your mental health, like specific things? Yes. Um. For one, I exercise and I know everybody says it and everybody hates it and I even used to hate <laughs> it when people are like, 
and even when mom says it now, you're feeling like go exercise. I'm like, fuck you, mom. Like I'm like, <laughs> I need more support than you telling me to exercise, but it really does help with my mental health. It lets me like just forget about everything and releases it actually releases serotonin, which makes you feel happier, which is, I literally take serotonin medication. <laughs> so yeah. like, it's like an extra, like, it's like an extra drug to make you feel good. Yeah. So exercise, definitely. Um, I just, I, I really honestly say just taking my medication regularly. And I know that's so like, of course you're taking your medication. Wait, this is the people who've been like diagnosed or people who just feel this way. Because if you're diagnosed, well, you'll be taking medication. And if you're not, then go get diagnosed. <laughs> um, no. I think being open about your emotions, definitely. And, like, telling people when you're mm. feeling low. So then they can not help you, but support you to do the things that make you feel better. Or, I guess, I mean? like, coordinate their actions or what they say yeah. to you around that. Kind of. Like, because if they don't know, then how they're supposed to not help you, but be there or support you. Yeah, I don't know. But like, mm. for example, like, um, this is just an example, but if I'm feeling low, I'm like, I need to tell somebody. So then either mom can be like, okay, let's go for a walk. So at least I'll be doing like going on a walk and feeling like a little bit better. Or like some... <sighs> I don't even have to tell her sometimes because it's like there's telltale signs. <laughs> like it, I'm not getting out of bed. I'm like eating you carbs. You get out of bed and you give her that look and she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> not even that. Like I legit just don't, if I don't get out of bed and like I watch Netflix and then like I'm midnight snacking or I'm eating crappy food a lot and like just not cleaning my room or not having showers. Like I don't, yeah. for people who um don't have mental health but have people who do, in their lives. Definitely, I think a huge thing is hygiene. Because um, when, like, I'm not feeling great, I won't brush my teeth sometimes or I won't have showers. And, like, I love mm. being clean. Like, one of my favourite things in the world is having showers, being, like, having fresh sheets, getting in them. Like, that's my favourite thing. So when I'm not showering, when I'm not doing those things, it's like, shit, clothes <laughs> are wrong. So definitely, yeah, I don't know, just simple things, like getting your routine back. Like if you are feeling low and not doing anything, like doing at least one thing, like one thing, like getting up early. And yeah. like, even if you like stay in bed all day or stay on the, no, good thing is when you're feeling low and like all you're doing is watching like TV or reading or Netflix or something to escape from the world, do it in a different location. Like don't do it in your bed. Oh, um, yeah. As in, like, so if I'm feeling low, like, I just stay in my bed. But, like, if I got out and, like, did it in the lounge room, then I've gotten out of that zone, like, mm. that context. So I've changed the setting. Yeah. And it, like, implements something different, if you know I guess what I mean. it's, like, what's that psych thing again? Um, There's, like, contact, something... Um, context cues. We just learnt it. Today. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, context context cues. cues. Well, it's, like, obviously, like, if you spend most of your time in your bed and this is where you're feeling most down, yeah. like, you're going to start associating... That those would, yeah. sadness with your bed so when you even like not consciously like you'll come into bed and be like it'll just start mm. kind of consuming you exactly so like even changing the location of what you do mm -hmm. things so yeah, you might good. still watch netflix in the living room but at least you're doing it in the living room like literally just brush your teeth or wash your face like that will make a mm. difference because then it makes you feel like you've accomplished something 
So then you want to do more stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. So like if I have a shower, then I'm like, okay, I've had a shower. Like maybe I can eat an actual proper meal, not just snack all day. Yeah. Or like maybe I can not lay in bed because I've had a shower. I don't know. There's just little things like that are normal to you if you're feeling good. Just mm. do one of them. It makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah, that's useful. I yeah. like those tips. Thanks. Um, I guess the last thing I kind of want to ask you about, which I sorry, it feels like an interrogation because no, I'm just fine. like quizzing you on your mental health. But is I love bring obviously bring this up every second. But so we get a question someone asked about dropping out of school. Yeah. And they were in year eleven and they're going through like some mental health issues and they're asking about because obviously you've got experience dropping out of school. Mm-hmm. So they're asking about what do you think they kind of want to do it. Um, they've got bad mental health, which they associate with school. And I'm kind of interested now for you to look back on it in hindsight. What do you, do you kind of think of dropping out of school just like the first time? Mm-hmm. Wait, being... wait, you've, you eight <laughs> or, uh, or like year 12? Because year eight really wasn't dropping out because then I went. And yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess year 12. Do you think in the long run it was actually, so you dropped out because you weren't, feeling great at school and there's lots of things happening Yeah, and you were like, I'll be better. I'll be better off dropping and like fixing myself out of this kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think that in the long run it was actually a good decision to drop out for your mental health or do you think it kind of negatively has negatively affected you in some way? Like uh, maybe because it's even continuing, continuing on to this idea that you can't, can't finish, finish stuff. Yeah. Um, or I like gave you even more time at home sitting by yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Looking back at it now, like being completely honest, I would not change a thing. Like mm. I've met so many amazing people through like the psych ward and through RMIT where I'm at. True. And just I've learned so many things about myself and learned how to deal with things better mm. that I'm like, because okay. like some of the things I know now and doing for myself now, I could never have done those last year. And like, although I do wish I could have been like, worked through it and like proved to myself I think I would have I think I either would have been dealing with the same things and not know how to help myself like still feeling like low like or not as happy because I didn't know what to do or I'd be like at uni with or not have got my right ATAR and I would just I don't know and not that I even care about ATAR anymore like I actually don't care about what I get and it's not about that but like definitely I think I did the right thing for yeah, myself. Right. I guess it's so context specific. Yeah. Like, what would you say, I guess, to this person in terms of like recommending it? Because, like, looking yeah, back, yeah. you don't have regrets. But... but, like, it is a big decision. Um, I think you just really have to look at it from your own mm. viewpoint. Like, you really got to. Are you jeopardizing your health physically and mentally every day? And, like, Last year, I was literally crying. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. I've been like, I was crying every night. Like, I cannot tell you how much effort, like, I put in, not effort, but, like, how much I was crying every night and actually just feeling absolutely distraught. Like, the just school in general, it actually made me want, like, I just could not. Like, so if you're feeling that physically and mentally drained where you yeah, right. you constantly and it's not even like oh I cried because like I cried like 
you know, because I'm so stressed about this test. Like, no, I was just crying constantly because I felt so overwhelmed. And so, like, yeah. if you're feeling like that constantly every single night for, like, weeks on end, then you really need to, like, r- address what you're doing to help mm-hmm. yourself. Like, and if this is really what you want to put yourself through. Well, yeah, I feel like it's a very personal thing, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I can really, like, recommend anything. But I would say, like... Once you've exhausted all your possible options yeah. and look at it as like, can I actually physically not do this anymore? And if you can't, it might be better off. Yeah. Try and have like a plan for quitting though. Yeah. Like I wish I had more of um, a plan, but like I don't regret what happened. But even like us having conversations about you and how you've got this mental, I don't know if we end up talking about the podcast, but how um, your mental thing of never being able to complete something and cause you've never completed anything. Yeah, I think that was just our own conversation, conversation. <laughs> but because you've never completed anything now you've just got such ingrained in your head that you don't complete something yeah so i think there's something so satisfying about getting to the end of year 12 being like i completed it yeah. like even if you didn't do it your best like one of your thing was being perfectionist yeah. and you know if you did complete it you weren't going to be happy with your result yeah. but kind of maybe at some point change your mindset and being like okay i'm not going to do amazing but i'm just going to complete this and know that i can do it because i feel like there's something so rewarding about that and that can then yeah. lead you to help with your mental health because you know you can complete it. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. But then in the other hand, journey, yeah. I definitely, and I had a huge time struggling with this because I'm like, if I don't finish year 12 now, then what am I going to do? There are so many people, like so many, I can't tell you how many people that, and how many different ways there are to completing year 12. That's all I've got to say. There are so many yeah, different ways okay. to getting into the workforce with a bad ATAR and with, like, no ATAR. Like, there are so many different ways that you can consider. Like, even if you don't, can't finish school, just go unscored. Like, you can... There's well, the yeah. option of going unscored. There's the option of going part-time like I'm doing. There's the option of waiting, coming back to school when you're 20. Like, I know people who I'm studying with who are, like, 20, 21, 25, 40. Like, there there are so many different ways. There, yeah. like, there's I do so feel like way, it would get, yeah. the longer you put it off, though, the harder it would be to get come back, which is why which I, I would I say... I get because everybody says that. At, but, like, mm, th- I don't think that's But, true. like, look at the other options first, I reckon, with, like... So like you're saying, doing part-time or even unscored, I feel like you don't have to put so much pressure on you to do get an amazing ATAR because there's so many pathways. Yeah, but and that's like, what I'm saying, unscored. Yeah, yeah, like you saying. literally yeah, yeah, wait a couple of years, you're a mature age student, you have a high school diploma, you get into any uni course you want. And even just from looking at the people that did unscored at um, our school, yeah, um, there's been a few people which they've like made Facebook posts about... It in like really? hindsight, I seen it. really, yeah. There's no. been like a, a couple of specific people oh. that have like talked about how I don't know what their words are, but how good it feels that they pushed through and just completed it. Mm. And I'm like, there's something so much, there's yeah. so much to say about like just completing something in that way. Yeah, I just yeah, really evaluate your options, but know there are all other ways. But yeah, evaluate. Um, address your situation and what you're actually feeling because mm. everybody goes through differently just because I dropped out doesn't mean other people want to drop out like you know what I mean yeah like it, everything works for everybody else so yeah it's my only advice I can I can't tell you what to do that's all I yeah. can say nobody can tell you what even to do even like 
I was just like thinking about ending this episode and like how you can wrap something like this up. You but can't. the truth is like I'm thinking about all these situations and like everyone listening to this mm-hmm. and like what I was going to say in terms of like good luck with your mental health or like do this or just like be chill. But like it's so specific to everyone. It, yeah. It's so different. Like, like there's I feel nothing like you most can say of the things re- we talked about mm. will be different for everybody. Do you know what I mean? Because another thing that I wanted to just briefly touch yeah. on that like although we have talked about anxiety and depression a lot this episode, there are like heaps. Oh, yeah. Like there are so many other mental illnesses that are taboo because mm. they haven't been normalized and like people are still like, um, like bipolar is a little bit more normalized, but like other things that people go through like schizophrenia well, yeah, and all that's this interesting kind of stuff because I... aren't talked about at all or are like, like, quotation marks scary like scary mental illnesses well that's a good point because i know my only knowledge or thoughts of them are like kind of negative stuff yeah well just because i don't i've never really experienced people or like that i know of Mm. you know and i feel like that's actually something that should be kind of promoted or talked about more um no except for some circumstances recently where i've known of people that like completely normal like our like our age you wouldn't know a thing and then they've got schizophrenia and we, like, yeah. have these weird ideas about, like, what it is. And I still don't even know what it is, really. Yeah, see, like... Or before, that person's crazy. Before I went into the psych ward, I had no idea either. And mm. then I really understood that there's all these, like, literally things I didn't know. Like, because everybody's, like, anxiety, depression, anxiety, depression. If you've got anxiety, depression. But, like, there are so many other things that people do deal with that are, like, labelled scary or they're crazy. Like, if you've got anxiety, depression, you're not really seen as crazy, no. Or like, but then I'm in quotation marks, everybody. This is not me saying that people are crazy, but like people who deal with, um, more scarier quotation marks, um, mental illnesses are labeled crazy or like, just, I don't know. It's just really weird. Like, cause yeah, people right. don't think about that more. Like even doing this episode, I feel like we've all we've talked about is like anxiety and depression and which is because like I deal with that and that's yeah. the only thing that I know and can talk about. But, like, there's all these other things that other people haven't normalised and have, like, people are still kind of ostracised or, like, um, left out of the conversation of mental health because we're not talking about it. Yeah. But then there's this... And... But I also... Actually, I'm having an epiphany here. I feel like it isn't as normalised because people can't label themselves as that as much do you get that like people can label themselves having anxiety depressions very easily Mm. not like in about like yet again like this isn't directed or saying that anybody is but like people can't just be like i'm schizophrenic you know what i mean without showing symptoms like physical symptoms Mm. or like actual like do do you know what i mean though yeah like and i guess that's why anxiety and depression is more normalized because more people are labeling not labeling or saying they have it or are showing like little anxiety or depressing depressions, depressive (laughs) signs. So like they can self diagnose easier Well, whilst you don't either one, you don't really want to self diagnose yourself with these quotation marks, scary mental illnesses. Um, because you don't want to actually be seen as crazy because you still want to romanticize it. Mm -hmm. Oh, Boom, my mind is blown. <laughs> I am cr- 
crazy. I I should be a doctor <laughs> or a psychologist. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is all just comes down to the fact that like it's, it's way more of a minority that are kind of facing that. Or although I wonder if the same thing that happened with anxiety so and depression happened. The same thing that happened with anxiety and depression if we became more knowledgeable and if, it, yeah, if suddenly people I'm would saying. just be like... But then people don't want to be labelled as crazy. They want to yeah. have they want to have mental illness. These are oh. a small people. Okay. No, I'm saying those people who like not want to but like self-diagnosing. Yeah. Back to the first topic we were talking about. They want to self-diagnose themselves but they don't want to be labeled as crazy still Mm. so they won't self-diagnose themselves with these things i'm maybe just talking shit here i'm sorry (laughs) like nobody get offended i'm literally just going around in circles and i'm mind-blowing myself which could be just really like nothing but like (laughs) i don't know it's just very interesting yeah this whole concept and not concept because it's real but like Mental health illness is so broad, so deep, so much that like and it's just like how do we no uh, amount of time no on answers, a podcast? Like, no, could we how do we like even deal with it as a society? What it, do you mean? Well, like in terms of everything we've been talking about, in terms of like making well, it acceptable, can't. making it good, but like how do we even approach it? But not like That's encouraging it in a way. We can't. Well, we can. Oh, what do you mean? No, no, I'm saying we can't deal with it, but, like, how do we? I just don't... Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't know how we could. I don't know. It's insane. Because we're always... Especially because social media is so prominent, and that's where everything gets shared, and you see the value of things, or what... You know what I mean? Like, people... If you see more of mm. mental illness on social media, more people will want to associate themselves with it. You see people, it. like, being successful because of... Yeah, mental... The, Illness. Mental problems. It's just, it's so complex. I just, right. Can so, we end? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what to say. I don't know. This is such a messy topic. It's so crazy. I can't. Anyway, on that note, that brings us to the end of our mental health episode. I'm sure we'll touch on it many times from now on. We already have. Like, yeah, in we have. previous episodes. But so, I'm glad we got to have yeah. that little discussion. And again, the one thing I don't like about doing podcasts is it's so impromptu. Like, I feel like we, you're always going to leave out lots of thoughts, lots yeah. of ideas. Like, even last episode when we had the abortion topic and you listened back oh and you were like, oh, I wait, liked that stop. so much. I just want to say that I apologize for that episode so much. And if you're on our um, Instagram page, you'll know why. But I had stuff going on, obviously, as I'm talking about this, like, I was depressed and had shit going on that week. Or the week before. So I sound really flat. That wasn't our best episode. I'm going to say that <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, we've had a couple of um, pretty serious episodes, which is important. Um, yeah. But we'll hopefully be lightening it up a bit. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll do whatever. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening, guys. If you do want to keep in track with us or ask a question, send in, you want advice or anything, you've got a topic for us to cover. Um, send us a DM on our Instagram at the Undecided Gen Z. Or, or email us at the Undecided Gen Z at gmail.com. And you can also slide into our DMs um, on Instagram, our individuals. I'm at the Zero Door, and she's at Ali underscore Malcolm. Yes. Um, follow, subscribe, do whatever you can on your platform. It means so much. And tell yeah. a friend about us, it would be incredible. Just tell one. If everybody Just told one, one we'd, be getting so, we'd be getting double the views. That, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, math. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but thanks for tuning in, guys. We really hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, oh, don't forget, rate review. Please, just like, yeah. just click that five stars. We want to be featured again. We've been featured a couple of I times know. now. Like thanks, couple, everyone. Like a couple of great times. Yeah. So if we talked around in circles, we didn't say anything useful, but... If you want another one of these episodes with other topics, like another mental health, but like focusing on different topics, let us know. Yeah, let us know what you want to hear about um, and we'll probably cover it. Probably. Not (laughs) definitely. Probably. Maybe. All right. right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye.